Hey everyone, husband here. And I'm wife. If you've been listening to us, then you know we're all about reading the Bible and reacting to it on our first read-through. Cuss words, crying, laughing, and more. We're passionate about creating a podcast that takes the sanctity out of the sacred text and simply stating it as we see it. But we can't do it without your help. We're asking for your support to help us keep this podcast going. There are two ways you can donate. Text SACDIS, that's S-A-C-D-I-S, to 53. 555 if you're in the U.S. with a one-time donation. Any amount helps. Or if you'd rather start a sustaining membership, sign up on our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Membership levels start as low as $2 a month. We are amazed and grateful for our fans that support us now, and you can become one too. With your support, we can keep sacrilegious discourse alive and well for years to come. So please donate today. Text SACDIS to 53555 if you're in the U.S. Or sign up for our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. you welcome to sacrilegious discourse i'm husband i'm wife and together we're reading the bible starting with genesis and eventually ending with revelations we're working through every book and offering our atheist two cents or shekels yeah those we're asking questions and pointing out all the nonsense we aren't academics or scholars nope in fact when it comes to religion we really don't know anything at all what we've learned so far is that god's a dick Oh, he really is, isn't he? If you're interested in how we reached this startling conclusion, maybe start from episode one. Otherwise, jump in anywhere. It's all good. Yep. Hey wife, did you know that Anchor is sponsoring our show? Really? Don't we use Anchor to distribute our podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts? Yeah, and we are on just about every other platform available as well, thanks to them. Why do we use Anchor as our podcasting service? Well, they make editing and distributing our show a breeze. 
What if one of our listeners wants to start their own podcast? Then they should head over to Anchor.fm or download the app to get started. Awesome! You guys should go do that right now! Well, hello there, my husband. <laughs> hello there, my wife. Hi, um, it's Tuesday Q&A. Uh, yeah, I know. So, do you have a Q? Uh, do you no. have an A? I have some announcements. That's neither Q... Well, I guess it could be considered an A, but not of the answer variety. Should I knock those out first, or do you want me to wait till after? Ooh, wait till after. Okay. All yeah, right. yeah. So, this what is... are we q and a today? Well, um... The Bible sucks. Well, yeah, duh. And um, we had a big question about, wait, Moabite and Midianite? Yeah, like, why the fuck did he go attack the Midianites over the Moabites? Yeah, um, what happened there? Yeah. Like, the whole question was... And Balaam. The fuck, man? Yeah, yeah. Um, The whole question was that the enemies of the Israelites changed from Moabites and Midianite leaders to... Moabite men to Moabite women to Midianite women to just Midianites in general. <laughs> right. And wait, what? What all happened there? Yeah, no, it was very confusing to me. Me too, because they both start with M, and you know how I feel about that. Right, yeah. <laughs> yes. So, um, yes. we're going to talk about that a little bit. At- okay, cool. Um, should I go ahead with my announcements now? No. Oh, okay. Do it after we come back from commercial. Oh, Okay. Yeah. All right. We'll do a non-ad and then, so, you know, stay tuned. Okay. Stay tuned then. (laughs) Hey, wife. Yes, husband. Did you know that we are now on Patreon? Um, yes, because you told me, but also, no, tell me more. (laughs) So we're on Patreon now. Are we? We are. And our supporters can go there and support us. And we have multiple levels all the way up to You Killed God. That sounds really drastic and escalated quickly-ish. Well, no, there's multiple levels before there. So it it escalates on a sliding scale of, you know, cheap to to not cheap. But, you know, we can definitely use any amount. So, like, any support is always appreciated. So what... Exactly is Patreon. It's a place where you can show your support for our podcast. And Just our podcast? Any podcast or any <laughs> performer. But, you know, we're the ones that, you know, you're listening to right now. So maybe you should, uh, you know, support us. That'd be awesome. That would be awesome. But we love you anyway. So all you got to do is go to Patreon. Look up Sacrilegious Discourse. It's actually patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse is our actual main page there. So head on over and send us some love. Yeah. And we're back. <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> okay, what did you want to tell me now? Okay, so I've got a couple of announcements. Woohoo! Love me some announcements. Yeah. Uh, so next Thursday, this coming Thursday. I'm so sorry. This week. You keep this trying week. to say next week. I know, week? I keep trying to say next week. This week on Thursday will be our 100th episode. So we are going to be doing a special um, episode. And also, it falls on Thanksgiving. So, you know, you while y'all are eating your pie, you can listen to us bitch about shit. It almost sounds like we planned it that way, but we didn't. No, definitely did not. We only realized last week that our 100th fell on Thursday. Yeah. 
And then, so the other thing I've got is that this is kind of just an announcement of an announcement. Oh, you know how I love those. I mean, announcements of announcements are awesome. That's not... But, uh, so next, or when, on Thursday, not next week, on this, Thursday, this, this Thursday, 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 Thanksgiving, we have a big announcement coming up. So I want everybody to tune in and find out, and we'll be, uh... Announcing something new happening with the whole sacrilegious discourse uh, world. But, I mean, we're not going to, like, stop podcasting. Oh, hell no. Okay. Just hell making no. sure. We, we got to bash. The, we got so much more Bible to bash. Okay. I'm just making sure because, like, I have notes and they did not include yeah. stop the podcast. No, but there's a big announcement coming up. So Okay. Well, I'm very excited. Everybody tune in on Thursday. Tune in on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Woohoo! All right, so now we're we're going to be questioning and answering stuff, right? Right, right. So what is the difference between Moabites and Min, Midianites? I mean, Midianites have Balaam who blessed the Israelites and well, then got killed. Yeah, and also, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't Moses married to a Midianite woman, Zipporah? That was the theory, yes. Right? Yeah, okay. I was just making sure that... We we agreed that that's likely what happened, right? Yes, yeah, very very likely that is what happened. And we also agree, I think, that the Moabites were descendants of uh, incest between Lot and his daughters. Sure, yeah, and um, that you know that was gross. I mean, that sounds sounds legit. Yeah, and then um, yeah, so. Also, I don't know if we did agree to this or not, but FYI, um, archaeology has not yet proven that there even was a specific country called Midian. And Shocking. I know, right? Um, it's mostly believed at this point that they were less a country in a fixed location and more a group of nomadic people that just traveled around. So they were whole... like following the Israelites around. They're like, hey, fuckers, stop following us around with your stupid gods. Yeah, basically, and your whorish <laughs> women, right? Yeah, stupid gods, whorish women, right. get out of here. I got it. Yeah, got it. yeah. So, um, at first, as I said, the women in question were identified as Moabites. Right, right. right. Yeah, yeah, I mean, right. that was very strongly said. And, and, and more so because I think, you know, Balaam, the Midianite, was blessing, Yeah, you know, he was there. He was there on behalf of a, a fucking Moab. Yeah. Because they were camped outside the Moab camp. Right. Right. So that's why my question was: Wait, what? What happened? Who? What? Yeah. So um, Moses declares that it was Midianite women who seduced the Israelites into worshiping, specifically Baal Peor. Right. But they said Moabites. Right. I know. Okay. All right. And then the at that point, the Moabite women are no longer mentioned. But then later on, he's like, just kidding. Kill them all. And, and you know, they're all Midianites. Get them. And it's like, wait, what? But you so said So he just Moabites. turned two different types of people into one? Because they both started with M? I he's, don't know. And Moses was confused. He's like, whatever. Mm, fucking kill them. Yeah. So there's three different takes on this, as okay. usual. There's um, the apologists, and then there's the um, what you might call like the um, the the what is it? Smart people, academics. <laughs> the smart 
Smart people. Not us. Not us. <laughs> dumb smart. Me dumb. So like the apologists are the people that they take it as literal history, right? Sure. And so they're going to try to make it fit. Okay. And they'll find clever ways to like twist themselves into pretzels to make it work, right? Yeah. yeah. And then um, the academics, um, they usually attribute everything to more than one person wrote it. Don't forget. Right. Because duh. Yeah. And then there's a weird group that kind of mixes the two and they're like, yes, but um, it's also a great um, history book from which to draw a lot of, um, excuse me, um, I choked on air just then. Yeah, that happens all the time. It does to me. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes I just can't get enough oxygen. Right. Um, So anyway, there's a either or group that... They're like, yeah, it was lots of people, but also it probably some of it did happen. But also, um, regardless, there's some great things to be learned. Are these the convenient explanationists? Well, no, that would be the (laughs) apologists. Okay, okay. The apologists are hardcore. Everything is true. And here's how, why. Got it, got it. The the either or, the middlemen, the fence sitters, they're the... Well, a lot of different people wrote it, but some of it's true. And even if it's not, there's lots of stuff we can get from it that's good. Sure. So, okay. So the apologists, um, they will point to different books in in different religions to try to fit it all together. Okay. And so... Um, so the Bible's not enough? It doesn't cover everything? It, Jesus. It doesn't cover everything. Jesus. I'm shocked. Right? I'm shocked. Yeah. So, um, it's not the end all be all. Right. What the fuck? In one Talmud story, God tells Moses to spare Moab and attack only Midian because God wants to preserve the land of Moab for the birth of Ruth, who we haven't learned about yet. Ah. But she's the virtuous ancestor of King David. Okay. And I don't know if you've heard of him, but he's a goodie yet to come. Got it. Got it. So, um, that's one reason why. Perhaps God and Moses were like, just kidding, only the one group, not the other. Okay. So, whatever. Sure. Okay, there's another story that says that the attack on Midian is actually vengeance for the episode in the book of Genesis when a band of Midianite guys, they buy and sell Joseph from his brothers and sell him into slavery in Egypt. Do you remember that? Those were Midianites that bought Apparently. Apparently. But, like, how the fuck are they supposed to... I mean... Right? Yeah. Dude, they're... I'm not, I'm not condoning slavery, but it was a thing that happened, and, like, they're just like... Well, not okay. to mention it was Joseph's own fucking brothers that right, sold yeah. him. Right, yeah. Joseph's own brothers fucking sold him. Yeah. Like, they're the... Oh, Rather whatever. than throwing him down the well. Do you remember that yeah, story? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, with his, you know, awesome colored coat or whatever. Yeah. That became a musical. Yes, I do yeah. remember. Okay. So, that's another way that it's like yeah it was vengeance yeah 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 i call bullshit on that i call bullshit on that as well yeah so okay so those are two different ways that apologists try to you know twist the pretzel okay to make it work sure um the academics of course they lean heavily on the there's more than one um i i tend to go along with with the academics there's more than one source it was all woven together right um you guys know this let's not Nitpick about it because it was written. It's it's all stupid in the first fucking place. Yeah, yeah. So 
Linguistic scholars have agreed that passages in the first five books have come from at least four original documents, Got with it. lots of fragments coming from many additional sources. So they're like, can you really expect all this shit to fit together? To which, you know, I would answer a resounding no, of course not, stupid. Right. But then, you know, if you're going to try to mesh a bunch of shit that doesn't fit together, maybe not. Maybe you should rewrite it. Well, there were also, when they were fitting it together, there were redactors. So um, there would be all of these different stories that they would put together. And then there would be a redactor that came in and tried to make it fit. Ah. And then later on, somebody else would come and try to fit them together and try to make it fit. So it it wasn't just like a bunch of stories came together. They were all woven by one person. The end like that would even at that there would be problems, but it wasn't just one person one time that did it It was several people over time that did it. And they had all this source material over time that they were trying to put together. And, you know, when you got a redactor, redactor is going to redact. Right. Right. So, yeah. So that didn't go well. Yeah. Not at all. No. And so then there's that last group, the what I like to call um, the middleman fence sitting, can't pick a side and get there. Like they they want to consider themselves academic, but they're also very hoo hoo and religiousy. Right. And so um, they think that you can still get a lot of insight about human nature from it. And it's like, yeah, the human nature is that you guys fuck this shit up. Right, right. But they they lean less on who were the Moabites and who were the Midianites. And their questions lean more towards things like, did Moses believe that the Midianite tribes of Moab were different from the Midianite tribes? And that there were some good and some bad Midianites? And that it's right to carry the good to marry the good ones and kill the bad ones. Like they, they present more like nuanced, more nuanced arguments that that's all great and good, but yet they, they considered virgins property. Right. So I have very little patience for that. Yeah. They obviously didn't have much uh, respect for the quote unquote good ones. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I don't really want to, sit here and talk about how they um, had some good and some bad. And it's like, mm, you sound more apologist to me than academic. Yeah. I don't have patience for I that guess in my the, life. The big, did you find anything out about Balaam or anything like that? Or I wasn't really looking at Balaam because we already kind of talked about him more. Okay. I was more just looking at the people in general and the geography of the land and when they first started talking about the Midianites early on, like when um, Moses was marrying Zipporah and right. taking advice from his father-in-law. Remember when his father-in-law was like, y'all need to delegate and you need to get some help up in here. Yep. Yep. And Moses was like very excited about that plan. Right. And he was like, my God, you <laughs> are the best manager I ever knew. And he took the advice to heart. Yeah. So, like, he had no problems with Midianites then. Right. Okay. So, that was I, the part I was really interested in was, like, why the change out? And 
maybe he never did change out. Maybe we're just missing large chunks of a story. Maybe yeah, know, yeah. Like, well, it it's large chunks of story and a, a not full grasp and understanding of what the tribes refer to themselves as, and how that differentiated from what they called the land at the time. Right. Because um, early on, when he was like, when Moses was like happy. Um, the Midianite area was considered directly east of, what is that, the Red Sea or something? And then um, later on, it was more southeast of that. Okay. So, it's, it, like, the whole geography changed depending on which time in the Bible you're talking about. And so if you can't even count on them to get the geography right, how the hell are you going to count on them to get the name of the people right? When is the name of the people even based on the geography? And were they from one area or were they, um, you know, just people who traveled? I just can't imagine reading the final copy of the Bible and being like, yeah, that's good. Right. Well, I mean, <laughs> that's what we're doing right now. We're reading the the final draft right right because we decided you know a few thousand years ago or whatever a few hundred thousand whatever however many years ago we're not going to add or remove any more this is it this is done right. just leave the fucking gaping holes and the, yes. the bullshit and the yes. misinformation and whatever and and that would, to me there. would be another interesting q a when was the last time that the bible was changed you well know? it's changed quite often because of different translations i mean you know yourself that but are... when i say changed i mean entire oh. chunks left out okay. not how we read the chunks got it when were chunks added and when were chunks left out when's the last time that we added a book to the bible when's the last been time quite a while right that's what I i'm don't, saying i don't know the exact answer to that but i think it has been that, quite a while. that would be another q a that i would be interested in having at some point because that would answer to me a lot of these questions of who the fuck are all these people and what does their geography have to do with who they are and how they were held in in God's esteem or not. Right, right. So that's the answer to that question. Okay. Which is that there's not one. Right, right. Sorry. No, it's okay. Not my fault. That's right. Not our fault. I can't be held responsible for the Bible sucking. Right. So there is. The are we end. are we done? That is the end. Okay. The end. I couldn't. You you look like you were still maybe going to say something. So I'm like, uh, okay. So that was our Q and A. Um, I don't. Just, it was you know, more QE than AE. Yeah, we had to kind of stretch because there wasn't a whole lot of like re. There wasn't a whole lot on this chapter. No, these I chapters. Mean, our our biggest question was wait i don't understand the difference between the moabites and the midianites and you know everything else was pretty straightforward if you're a woman you don't have to um be held accountable for the vows you make if there's a man of the house that can decide that your vow was bad dumb or wrong right right um that's it that's it that's okay. it okay so that's let's all uh, stay tuned Next, uh, on Thursday, on Thursday, not next week, ne- on Thursday. This week. We got announcements. We got, we got special episode. episode. We got all kinds of Thanksgiving. shit. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, we're going to be eating some pie that day. And pie. hopefully everybody's eating some pie. 
I saw a meme just now before we started where somebody put mustard on it and said that this is a thing in Ohio. Yeah, it's and not, though. It's not. I live in Ohio. I've lived here for over 20 years. It's not a thing. I grew up here. It's my it's, only place I've ever lived. Yeah, don't put fucking mustard on your goddamn pumpkin pie. And if you do, don't fucking say it came from Ohio because no the fuck it didn't. Right. That is wrong and false. Okay, happy holidays, fuckers. <laughs> Bye. Bye. So that ends this week's Q&A. If you have questions, answers, or comments, please email them to us by next Sunday, 5 p.m. Eastern, to be included in next Tuesday's Q&A episode. Awesome. See ya. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.